However do you want it. Cha. However do you need it. However do you want it. You got some nerve coming into my home, running your mouth, talking all that shit. Oh, your Aztecs have no chance, they tell me every year. You'll be lucky to sneak into the Sweet 16, they say. You sons of bitches. One win away from the national championship game? Is this real life? Aztecs basketball. One of my few true sources of joy in this whole world is delivering me a trip to the Final Four. This would have sounded so insane to say before this week. And if we take down a very beatable team like Florida Atlantic, then we play Monday night in a game that would eventually crown us champions of the college basketball universe. Holy moly. It's real life. It feels surreal. Feels like a big dream. But Aztecs hoops. It's no longer that little overlooked mid-major gutty little squad out of Southern California. No, the world. I like to say the world is talking. Let's do this. Let's just go on and do this. All right. It's too much emotion. It's too intense. I check my pulse during the games. I can't sit on the couch. I pace side to side in my living room. My daughters are looking at me like I'm a crazy man. And guess what? I am a crazy man. And we're a crazy family because we all cried. We all cried. You beat Alabama, then Creighton. How was your weekend? Actually, the way the broadcast finds the most emotional fans in the crowd crying, weeping, either tears of true sadness or tears of joy. It's so infectious. It's so contagious that my five-year-old daughter really was crying when we beat Creighton and we had to explain, it's a good thing. It's a good thing. It's a good thing. But they keep showing coaches' wives and coaches' families. And then they give you such a dramatic backstory of one of the players and their families. And it's a little much because you're like, wait, let's just focus on hoops for a moment. Everyone's crying. But it's fun. It's madness. Truly. How many things do you really care about? Ask yourself that. Like besides the humans in your life, how many things do you really care about? Three or four things? Yeah. It's not a long list anymore. It's not all the teams you used to love. If you're a sports fan, it's not all the teams you used to love, right? You're not watching all the games. You probably whittled it down to one or two teams that could really bring you to that level. That foolish level of fanaticism. Soak it up, baby. It's the red and black attack. And we're coming for you. Florida Atlantic School I don't think I've heard of. I don't know. How is this the final four? Shit. If you're going to work in education, you better know your acronyms. Every meeting, every training, every conversation has an acronym I don't know. And I just nod and go, oh, okay. Sometimes I ask, wait, what does that mean? So we're hoping to have an influx of PWEs this spring, and it should be a pretty big positive. Um, PWEs? Pencils with erasers. Oh, so we're just using acronyms for no reason. That's right. 
hoping a lot of teachers in August are going to really step up their CWA. Um, CWA? Classroom wall art, of course. Oh, okay, I got you, I got you. No reason for that. Seriously. One out of two conversations, I'm lost. There's still too many acronyms. You work at a school, why Why so many acronyms? Yeah, we're going to get the TLTs going because the HSS backs. And then uh, we should probably strike down a few more PTTOs before we get to the OTTPs. And then eventually we'd like to see the students achieve higher levels of BLT. I'm sorry? Yeah, bacon, lettuce, tomato. Oh, you did mean BLT. Okay. Yeah, and Josh, we're going to give you a little more DPT because we understand that you guys need to make some progress. DPT, department prep time. We know it's very valuable for all of you who are still trying to T-I-T-T-N-E. What? T-I-T-T-N-E, what are you talking about? Take it to the next level. Oh, why didn't you just say take it to the next level? And what what level is this? Well, right now the levels we're working with are A, VA, EVA, and OMG EVA. Oh, so what's what's that? Average, excelling, excelling beyond average, oh my god, LOL, TNT, TBS, Turner Network, ESPN, HBO, ALO. We're not even using words anymore in education. We're just dropping acronyms to confuse the parents and the students and maybe some teachers like me. But I'm learning. Was that a training the other day? The guy running it kept saying, your LEA is probably the benchmark. Your baseline LEA is, and he kept talking, everyone's nodding. I'm like, LEA, I don't even, I'm not going to Google. I'm done Googling. I'm just going to nod through it, look like I know it, and nod through it and look like I know it. And they could be messing around. All right, folks, you've been working hard. Let's take a BB. A little RTS, how about it? BB? RTS? Yeah, brain break. You got to revitalize the soul. Oh, RTS, revitalize the soul. I like that. I like that. And Josh, we noticed a little GGQ. I'm sorry? Yeah, going gray quickly. Why would that be an acronym? Just tell me I'm going gray quickly. I don't understand how that applies to this training. Walter. All right, we all want to start on page one with a WUC. What? What's that? Why is it WUC? A little writing utensil coordination where you can either bring out a highlighter, a sharpie, a ballpoint pen, or a Ticonderoga number two. Get that sharpened over there in the corner on the old PS. Just say pencil sharpener. We know now that PS is probably pencil sharpener. It's right under the FA. Fire alarm? I'm with you still. Right next to the WF water fountain. Yeah, and if you need to take a break at the WC water closet, we're using that still. Yeah, so as the TLT gets together and we have the PTSA night coming up, we want to raise funding for the OOMAC, which is coming up in May, and a lot of people are getting amped for that. 
because as you know, we're still trying to pass the measure where we could finally benefit from some RDLTSSSSS, three S's on that last one. It's a plural. And we do hope that you understand what we're talking. I don't. I don't get it anymore. But I'm happy to be here. Two more wins for a championship? That's it? That's it? I'm at the mountaintop, though. Isn't that weird as a sports fan? How you say, it would never happen. Like, my whole life, or at least as long as I've been an Aztecs fan since 1999. My whole life, I never thought, like, we really got to go to the Final Four. I always just was satisfied sneaking into the tourney. Even getting bounced your first game in the tourney meant you had a pretty good year. That's Aztecs hoops. And now, two wins from the championship, and I'm like, wait, I want it now. Now I'm a little hungry. Now I taste that success. Tastes so good. And I'm thinking, I want it. As my one-year-old would say, I want it. Is it crazy? Is it crazy to think that's plausible? I don't know. But at this point, I think we all agree. The Aztecs just have to SMP. Score more points. Why not just say score more points? It's the same amount of syllables. You didn't even save time with that acronym. Yeah. For San Diego State, we're looking at an SMP situation. And just score more points. All right, pal. No need. No need for your silly little letter game. Is that what you did for your podcast? Your little acronym bit? Your little hacky bit? You all set? Yeah, you feel warm? Feel like you're finding your groove a little bit? A little bit. Yeah, it's episode 209. Come here. Yeah, come a little closer. Yeah. Let's do this. Let's do the damn thing. It's Friday. Actually, it's Thursday, but I'll release this on Friday. and Maybe you'll listen on day one. Because when this drops, you click play. Now we're connected on a Friday and you're in that Friday mood with the weekend ahead and maybe it'll be sunny. Maybe all the atmospheric rivers are going to dry up and the sun's going to peek through and we can spend some time outdoors. You feeling good right now? I'm feeling good right now. Feeling so much better than I was feeling at that Toyota dealership a couple weeks ago. What happened? Well, I got to ask you, when's the last time you almost had a little bit of a confrontation? And I am a peaceful person, so I don't have confrontations. I mean, I might in my head, should have said that, or I would have said that, or maybe I could have said that, should have stepped to him, should have stepped to the authority, should have challenged. No, I'm not confrontational. Who am I kidding? It's like Herman's head. I got the conversations going on in here, but I'll just shake your hand and say, hey. Agree to disagree until this fuck face. Oh, yeah. Guy named Richard, mid-50s, working over at Toyota. I got a lemon, meaning the car I've been driving for almost two years is just endless repairs. So I'm searching for a trade-in, going lot to lot to lot, which is probably what hell is. If you're someone that believes in hell, I know you're probably picturing Lucifer, the devil in flames, burning hell. It's going to be hot like a sauna, but hotter than a hot sauna. No, it's just going to be a car dealership with sleazy, smarmy sales associates running back and forth with some figures. Hey, we were crunching the numbers and we're going to lowball you and sell you something that's really going to break down. But here you go. So I'm trying to trade in the old Highlander. It's a lemon and it's a horrible story, but I'll move on. 
saw a BMW X3 and I was like, wow, that's actually well priced. And I went on a test drive and I thought, ooh, it's so smooth, Bavarian Motor Works. I've always wanted a Beamer. Ooh, he's a true status climber. He gets in that black BMW SUV and, well, it's safe to say there's a lot of people beneath him now. Oh, he's a social climber, a status climber. He's going to the top in his X3. There's a leak in that. All right. And they tell me it's a leak, but this is how we're willing to sell it. And I was like, time out. You have a whole service department, whole repair department. You tell me you can't fix the leak. And he's like, yeah, it's not so much of a leak, Josh, as it's a little moisture. The sales rep kept saying moisture and I said it's a leak and I had a borrower's agreement where I'm able to take the BMW off their lot for 24 hours and I took it to an independent mechanic a guy I think I trust actually what the hell do I know but I took it to a mechanic in my neighborhood and they checked it out and they said yeah that's a leak on the old transference panel or something I don't know but I brought it back to Toyota and said hey Richard hello fuckface Turns out there's a leak. And he said, yeah, no, there's not. It's just moisture. And I was like, okay. And then Richard says, your mechanic's probably lying to you. Just trying to make a buck. I said, I, what? Enough with that. Enough. And the heater didn't work. And he's like, you know what? It works. And we go out to the car and I show him that the heater didn't work. And he's like, it'll work. Don't worry. Things like that happen. Your mechanic's a liar. And he kept calling my independent inspection mechanic a liar. He kept calling him corrupt. And at one point I said, all I said, still peaceful, non-confrontational. We were sitting at his little cubicle and I said, you know something? I think you could tone it down with the whole my mechanic's a liar bit. He didn't have a penny to gain. I just asked him for an independent inspection and paid him for that. He didn't think I was just going to flood his world with thousands of dollars to make the repairs. I explained to this guy, Richard, I've heard enough. Maybe just tone it down. Maybe ease off the pedal of the name calling. And he looks me in the eyes and says, don't you speak to me that way. This guy, he had these piercing blue eyes, white hair, and his white collared shirt. Don't you speak to me that way. And I was thinking, oh, what happens now? Because my blood's boiling. And I want to jump across this desk. And drag you by your white collared shirt. All the way to that BMW. And bring your head right under the leak. And let that leak and that moisture get all over your white hair, Richard. And instead, he just stood up and stormed off. Don't you speak to me that way? I was like, is there anyone watching this? This is very weird. It's got a little heated. And then the oldest sales rep in the building, this guy, Hugh, I'm using real names. Why not? They don't listen. Probably 75 years old, not exaggerating. He comes over to me and says, what's the problem, kid? And I said, yeah, this guy's basically telling me it's not a leak, it's moisture. He's talking a bunch of shit about my mechanic. And he's claiming that the heat will work when it doesn't. And Hugh, the old fella, goes, damn, come with me. And walks all the way back to the repair shop and says, why are you guys messing with this kid? I guess I'm kid. I'm 41, but Hugh's, you know, in his 70s, still working at Toyota. He said, why are you messing with this kid? We never even checked the heat. 
Why are you telling him it's okay? We never even checked this. Like he's basically exposing it right in front of my face. And then Richard comes back after talking with Hugh and Richard extends his hand and says, I'm sorry about that. I'm sorry. I guess I was misinformed. And I did shake his hand, but then I just left. I just left everything. I left it all behind in the wake and thought, I'm done. I'm done with lots. I'm done with dealerships. Maybe I'll just get a bike or a unicycle. Who needs cars anymore? Just so disillusioned with the whole shady game. I guess I was misinformed. No, you weren't, you piece of shit. You were misinformed. You're just like all the others. Actually, I shouldn't say that because then this past week I had a good experience at a car dealership. Really good experience. And finally found a real trade-in. So it's safe to say, drumroll please, I'm in the Mazda family now. Hey folks, I'm in the Mazda family. It's really good to be here. Stay Japanese. That's what I hear when it comes to car purchases. You stay Japanese. Gladly. So I'm going with a Mazda. It's a beauty. Signed everything. Checked everything. There's a lot of paperwork. Oh my God. God, it's 2023. We're still doing three hours of paperwork to get a car. How about just, here's my signature one time. Here's my initials one time. You spread it all over the place. Of course, I'm going to decline that. Of course, I'm not interested in that. How many things do you need me to decline? This guy who's running back and forth from the printer to me, from the printer to the me. Just get a printer at his desk. He's running back and forth from the printer to me, talking to this imaginary boss he has. And my boss says he wants to flip up the 1-8 and make it an 8-1. I go, Shut the fuck. Tell your boss it's a no or we're walking. Then he comes back. He's like, my boss says it's okay. Can we interest you in gold-plated keys? No, just normal keys. Well, with gold keys, you understand that you would be able to join our club and achieve every 10,000 miles you would get a El Pollo Loco lunch. I'm like, no, no, no. El Pollo Loco is a little overrated. The only thing good on the menu. Chicken's decent, but the mashed potatoes, so good. The guac's not good, though. Have you had the El Pollo Loco guac? It's not good. It's almost like the grocery store guac. Mash some fresh avocados in there. But now that you're listening, El Pollo Loco, if you're looking for the best mashed potatoes ever, it's like one of those weird secret menu items. Like when you go to Del Taco and you get the cheeseburger and you're like, why is the cheeseburger so good? Why are the mashed potatoes so good at Del Taco? No, I meant to say El Pollo Loco. Why? Why? It's just full of butter and butter and butter and cream and butter and butter and butter and cream. And if you get to this level, every 10,000 miles, we'll just sign you up right now. Just initial rate. I'm not initialing right there to join your El Pollo Loco Executive Gold Club. How many things? Am I going to have to sign? And then I go to the finance guy and the finance guy needs my signature for another hour and a half. My wife is so patient sitting there. She's so patient and she's so shrewd and she's so smart. Maybe she doesn't trust me to make these big decisions anymore. So she has to accompany me. Babysit. I wouldn't use that word. Accompany me when I go get a new car. And then she leaves. It's just me and the finance guy. And she leaves. She has to go to the bathroom or something. It was raining. Maybe grab an umbrella. Maybe she got a coffee, but she left. And this guy's trying to make small talk with me. On a day where I couldn't be more tired and just over it. Buying a car is not a fun experience. And he wants to make small talk because his whole day is in that cubicle. His whole day is just getting people's signatures and it's probably boring for him. And I was the worst. I I actually regret this. I was so bad because you could just tell he wanted to talk about that rain so much. He wanted to talk about social issues, social issues and news events. And he really wanted to connect And he finally got into, hey, so what do you do for a living? And I said, I'm a teacher. And he goes, whoa, okay, man, really cool, really cool. It's an important job, yeah. And he just has so much to say. And I go, yeah, it's it's good. He said, where do you teach? 
how long you been teaching? And he said, what do you teach? And I go, history. And he goes, history, huh? And he stops with all the paperwork, leans back in his chair, locks eyes with me and goes, what are they even teaching nowadays in history? One, two, three seconds of silence go by. I'm staring at my shoes at this point. He's just staring at the top of my head because I'm staring at my shoes. And then I slowly look up and go, what? What did you just ask? And he said, what are they even teaching in history these days? Are you, are you serious? You want me to, why does that question, what is that question? Well, we like to start with the Roman Republic and introduce democracy before we get into the French Revolution and King Louis. And I always go for the Industrial Revolution. Eventually, we teach the Latin American revolutions of it. What is your small talk approach, you cox? No, can't call him that. You gentlemen. But instead, here's what comes out of my mouth. I just go, probably the same stuff when you were in high school. And he's just like, oh, whoa, cool. I was like, no, it's not cool. I'm dismissive. You're enthusiastic. Let's just get all the signatures out there. We don't need to keep doing this, pal. What are they even teaching in history? What would you say to a math teacher? What sort of numbers are you working with today? What would you say to a science teacher? Y'all finding the experiments to be worthwhile? Shut the front door. Don't swear. He meant, well, I got a Mazda. Everybody at the dealership was nice, but not Richard. Oh, no, 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 no. Had a guy in his mid-50s at the workplace say, don't speak to me that way. That happened. And I was just like, what? What's the next step? There were some people who probably heard what was going on. They thought this could escalate. Even me personally, I was like, oh, blood's boiling. You got to the red zone on the inside. On the outside, I kept my composure. But on the inside, I was like, oh, hello, red zone. Oh, hello, fight flight. Where you want to just snap like a pit bull. Or any dog. I don't want to pit bull shame on this podcast. That's the last thing you want to hear. Is any pit bull shaming. Or you just snap like a beagle. Yeah, you know there's never been a beagle attack. I once said that to one of my classes and... I had a student say, yes, there have, there have been beagle attacks. And I said, oh, really prove it. And I think he Googled one, found one. But I was like, without Google, I win that argument. Like I said, you can't argue with a teen anymore. All they're going to do is just Google until they find what they need to win an argument. And then it's not really an argument or a debate. It's just people jump in on their phones and eventually we're all just going to be phones, microchip us. So our conversations are going to reflect robots. We're going to be downloaded with software and AI is just going to be interchangeable. The human race is going away slowly and homo sapiens are admitting that we have failed this planet. So we've built the next great robotics. Hey, Josh, do you really know anything about robotics? I don't. But I felt like on the stream of consciousness, I was explaining AI a little bit. Yeah, maybe ease off of that. Go back to the Richard story. So I swing, right? And Richard dodges it. He tells me he used to have those silver gloves. He was a welterweight back in his day. And we start rumbling around that white, shiny, glossy tile. And Hugh has to break us up. It got ugly. Yeah, I was in the IJ the next day. I was in the local newspaper for fighting the car dealership sales rep. No, that didn't happen. Just in my head it happens. And then out loud I go, that's fine. 
Uh, bygones are bygones. It happens. Oh, I'm so meek. Oh, he's so soft. Come on. You know, last night I was doing dishes and all of a sudden my socks were soaking wet. Why? Wait, why? You said you were doing dishes and your socks were soaking wet? Yeah, and when my socks are soaking wet, that means something's happening below. But do you do dishes on the floor? No, I do them in the sink. So why were your feet soaking wet? Well, you open the cupboard and you look below and you see there's basically just a little lake. Everything's wet. And instead of examining anything, I just say, Shani, she comes in. Tool belt is already on. My socks are wet. Her tool belt is on and she's ready. She's already got the responsibilities of the night. All right, you go get Myla's teeth brushed. Put her diaper on Remy and I got this. She's calling Ace. Hey, do you guys have a badger three-fourths? Yeah, we got a little bit of an issue, a puncture job. Okay, I'll send my husband out there. Who did I marry? I don't even know. And I don't just say this to be complimentary, but I think progressively as I see myself become a little bit dumber, it's just because I rely on her for things that I could probably learn, but it's easier to just go, Shinny, and she's got that wrench. You know she gets busy with that wrench. What really happened was our badger, that's the brand of garbage disposal, was punctured by an olive oil dispenser. This doesn't make sense. How could that puncture it like a bullet and then the geyser of water explodes below and this really happened and I really did go to Ace and I walk into Ace and I'm the only person that looks like I don't work there everyone looks like they work at Ace even the people that are not employees I asked a guy hey where's the garbage disposals and he's like I don't work here that actually happened I just looked at a guy and said where's the garbage disposals he had a pencil in his ear you know he had a measuring tape on his belt he had like sawdust in his face he's like i don't work here and he didn't say it in a nice way because no one's that nice at a hardware store especially to me because they look at me and they go look at this moron and i come out of there with the old badger three-fourths bring it to my wife and honestly within 30 minutes a new garbage disposal was installed if you locked me in a room for the next three years and said install a garbage disposal there would be zero garbage disposals installed in that room. Hopefully there's a sink in the room. And she just did it? She just did it? I think she read the instructions or maybe watched a YouTube video or maybe understands plumbing. Who did I marry? I don't even think I'm bragging on her behalf. I'm just worried about my mind. Like, why? Why? First of all, I couldn't even tell there was an olive oil dispenser lodged. I wasn't even able to see that. She just opened that lower sink cupboard. I don't even know the term. What is it? What are the doors below your sink called? What are my wooden doors called? The flaps. I don't know. She opens it and she's like, uh-oh, that's not good. And I was like, what do you see? What do your eyes see? Because I didn't even see it. It was a giant hole lodged into the disposal. That would have taken me three days to even identify God, these people that are mechanically minded, they have brains to make things work. Electricians, plumbers. Who are these people? These handy men, handy women, handy any gender, anything. So I don't get in trouble with my verbiage, with my vocab, with my D S T W W. What's that? Don't say the wrong word. Oh, okay. I haven't heard that. It's common acronym we throw around the house. But shit, right? 
I guess we can all appreciate one another's brains. That's kind of cool. There's a variety pack of brains. Some people are artistic. Some people are science-minded. Some people are verbal. Some people get dirty with their hands. Some people are very analytical. A lot of critical thinking. Other people just see black and white, right and wrong. Some people in the clouds. Some people very grounded. We're sharing this planet with a lot of different forms of the same species. It's not weird we're all the same. It's like if you saw a Great Dane and a Chihuahua, you're like, whoa, both dogs, both dogs. Then you see some of the toxicity on Twitter of people discussing gun control, and you're like, huh, both humans. Those are both humans, really, from the same species? The way they're discussing it? I guess so. All right, let's really get down to it. I get to campus, San Diego State, August 1999. I think Steve Fisher is getting there for the first time, too. And Steve Fisher coached the Fab Five and his assistant, one of his lead recruiters, is named Brian Dutcher. And they took over perhaps the worst program in America. There's over 350 Division I teams. Think about that for a moment. There's over 350 Division I basketball teams. So if you get to the Sweet 16, Elite Eight, Final Four, you are the cream of the crop. You're on the mountaintop. This means, you know, the percentages, you're just unbelievably skilled. That's your year. If you could get to that Final Four. So what's the opposite of the Final Four? I guess if you're ranked 346 to 350, if there's about 350 Division I college basketball teams, I think when I got to San Diego State in 99, the Aztecs were probably 348. 348. Great arena, right on campus, was called Cox back then. Rowdy fans who were ready to support the team, but there was not really much to support. And I went to a game alone. I actually went to a game alone because no one in the dorms wanted to go with me. Like basketball here? What? No, there's nothing. And I went in and it was truly just like, you know, junior college players at a D1. These guys should not have been on the squad. It's just that simple. And I'm like, that is Steve Fisher. How weird. That's a Michigan guy. And he's probably going to be gone in a few years after this fails miserably. Super nice guy. A lot of heart, a lot of passion, but who could win at San Diego State, right? And then immediately, there's the turnaround where he starts bringing in some transfers, starts recruiting, building a fan base. And he retires, I don't know, five, six years ago. And Dutcher, his assistant's still there. After all these years, Dutcher never took another job elsewhere. He was just being groomed as the successor after all these years. The successor to Fisher. And look what he does already. Holy moly. We did it. What's the equivalent? I don't even know. I wish I had a good sports equivalent. The Aztecs in the Final Four would be like uh, if my wife and I bought a horse like on Craigslist. Tomorrow I just looked up horse to buy and I didn't even have a stable or any hay or horse food, but I just bought a horse and put it in the backyard. I got a treadmill and I started, you know, feeding the horse bunch of good steak and steroids and then i walked that horse all the way to the kentucky derby <laughs> and i got that horse in the kentucky derby because that's how horse racing works right they said you can't bring your horse in the kentucky derby what's his story and I go from craigslist he's juiced up on steroids lots of testosterone winstrol you know all the things that are going to make him run fast and he's ripped he's like really ripped just veins all over the place, and they're like, huh, well, this will never work. And he wins, 
and I'm just celebrating with a lot of juleps, maybe champagne. I don't know. I'm in a seersucker suit in this fantasy. Go with it. Go with it. What's the name of the horse you're asking? Hold on. I need a moment. But that's the equivalent. Aztecs in the final four is if my horse, Jamiroquai, that just sounds good, right? You remember that group? Virtual insanity. Jamiroquai, a guy or a group? Right? Like atmosphere. You're like, atmosphere, the rapper? It's not a rapper. Slug is the rapper. Atmosphere is the group, as my wife taught me. She also installed a disposal. We get it. You married Bob Vila. Indeed, I did. She got that tool belt on. My socks were wet. Oh, oh, my socks were wet. Oh, oh, you know that song, right? Anyways, I think I'm done. Let's all take a breath. Seriously, let's all meditate for how many breaths? Five. Let's do it together. Let's take five breaths. Focus on the inhale. Focus on the exhale. You'll be happy you did this. You really will be. Even if you're like, well, that's how you're going to end five deep breaths. Just do it. I'm actually going to do it with you. It'll be quiet and then we'll say goodbye. But at least you'll say, yeah, I even meditated today. That's what you'll say to your family. They'll say, how was your day? And you'll go, ah, it was fine. I mean, I ended up meditating. Like, oh, really? You meditate? And you're like, no, but I was listening to Josh's podcast and episode 209 ended with five deep breaths. Here we go. I don't want my nose hair to whistle. Shit. I couldn't even make it through five. Let's try one. How about one? (laughs) Jamiroquai? I don't know. What would my horse's name really be? Ah, the old nose whistle. Yes, nose whistle down the stretch. And there, a photo finish. Nose whistle has won the derby. And his owner is swimming through the juleps. That's episode 209. Let's do this, Aztecs. It's all in the books. I'll talk to you soon. (laughs) 